0: In this episode, I share three things I learned after doing millions of dollars in sales on Amazon. You're listening to the Amazon Private Labeler Show podcast, hosted by seven-figure e-commerce seller and digital entrepreneur, Nick Landowski. This is the show to get the tips and strategies to take your business to the next level. So strap in and get ready, because it's time to escape the rat race and build your own e-commerce empire. Let's do this. Hey, hey everybody what is going on welcome to episode number 119 of the private labeler show yeah how are you? how's your day going I hope it's going well thanks for tuning in as always you guys are amazing don't ever forget it and in today's episode everybody I'm gonna share three big learnings or takeaways that I have had over the years after doing millions of dollars in sales on Amazon I'm going to share with you some very important things that I have taken away from that lovely experience. So hopefully you can pick up a thing or two and maybe implement into your business. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Should be pretty short, pretty sweet. We're going to get at it in just a second here. But I wanted to mention real quick, if you guys haven't yet downloaded my 20 hot products to sell on Amazon PDF, you're going to want to make sure you go ahead and do that you can grab that by going to privatelabelershow.com forward slash hot 20. That's privatelabelershow.com forward slash hot 20. So check that out. I think you guys are gonna really like it. I know a lot of you guys already grabbed it. So make sure you go ahead and do that if you haven't already. All right, so let's get after it here now. Let's dive right in. So as mentioned, I'm gonna share with you guys a handful of different key takeaways or learnings or aha moments or whatever things i've learned over the years after selling millions of dollars worth of stuff on amazon having a lot of success uh, you know the, the journey has been amazing and uh, i want to keep continuing on the journey but what i what i actually did the other day is i sat down and i kind of reflected on everything and i thought about things like what does it take to be successful what are the things i've learned and i've come up with a list handful of things i want to share just a few of those with you guys here today so whether you're new to this racket or whether you've been in the game for a while I think there's going to be something for everybody here for you to kind of listen to and hopefully implement into your business or benefit from in some way, shape, or form. So the very first lesson or learning that I want to pass along to you guys is this. In order to be successful on Amazon, here's what I've really come up with. We simply need to give the damn market what it wants. We need to stop overcomplicating everything and simply focus in on exactly what people are looking for and just deliver that to them. So this, again, falls underneath the umbrella of like product selection. So I think it was, uh, Greg Mercer was recently on the podcast, said the following, he said, you know, sometimes sellers have a cool product or a cool idea and they put it on Amazon and nobody buys it and they're wondering why. Because they think it's cool, maybe their friends think it's cool, but customers aren't actively looking for it. And that product might be better suited for a Kickstarter campaign. Okay, But on Amazon, think about this for a second. The Amazon Marketplace, we got hundreds of millions of buyers on the Amazon Marketplace. They have their credit cards on file. And when I log on to Amazon or when you log on to it, how do you shop? Use the search bar. You're looking for something specific. Okay, So if I'm looking for a grill brush, I just type in grill brush and it gives me a list of options. And I choose the one that's going to best suit my needs. And then I buy and then I go on my day. So most customers on Amazon aren't browsing for an hour and doing research and all this and that and you know really stroking things out. They're just on and then off. So they're looking for things and we just need to provide them w- with what they're looking for. It's simple supply and demand, okay? If that's how we kind of think of things, we can really set ourselves up for success. So you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Focus on what's in demand already, what are people searching for, and just deliver that to them. And to take it a step further, We talk a lot about this on the podcast, but all you really have to do is once you establish that is figure out how you can improve a few key things on the products that are currently being offered, okay? That's really what it comes down to. What's the market currently being delivered and how can we improve upon that so that the customers can get a better product or a better solution, okay? That's really what it comes down to. So stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Just look at the data. There's a lot of tools out there that'll show you this information. They're gonna show you what people are looking for. And it's your job just to deliver that to them. Don't overcomplicate it. And again, improve upon the product. So you know, the things that I've learned over the years, this is stuff that I've kind of picked up on a side note. If you want a product to be relevant and sell well long-term, you need to constantly, even after you launch it, you need to constantly be improving the product, upgrading it, updating it, whatever it needs. You need to constantly be taking that feedback in from customers and, Still making those improvements to the product. So what happens sometimes is sellers do the initial work, they listen to what the market wants, and they do some updates or some upgrades to some to the product out there and they launch it, they have a lot of success, and then they don't do anything anymore. And they, you know, they might have a lot of success. And let's say they're, you know, it's the best one out in the market, and they fail to keep updating or to keep listening to the customers as far as like different tweaks or different changes they could be making on that product. And over time, then there might be other sellers that come into the marketplace that do listen to that. And all of a sudden they've launched products that are now better than yours. And now you're not as cool. You're not, not making as much money. So you need to constantly keep your ear to the ground to keep figuring out how to keep improving your offer or your product to make it the best out on the market. Not just the day you launch, but ongoing, okay? So hopefully that kind of makes sense for you guys. Those are just things I've picked up from my own personal experience with the, with products and things like that. So here's kind of the formula for success, everybody. You have a product that is in demand on Amazon and you pair that along with an audience, like an audience that you created, maybe your email list, maybe a Facebook group, maybe a many chat list or whatever. You pair that traffic source along with pay-per-click on Amazon and you win, okay? So it's in-demand product, along with your audience, along with pay-per-click, and you'll win. That That is a simple formula right there. If you just kind of follow that, you're going to have a lot of success on Amazon. All right, so moving on to lesson number two, everybody. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I don't want this to be negative or to scare anybody. It's just reality. It's just kind of facts, if you will, okay? So here it is, lesson number two. Amazon only cares about Amazon, okay? So you, as a third-party seller, are pretty low on the totem pole. And you are important to Amazon. Amazon wants you to succeed, but you have to understand you're playing on Amazon's platform, okay? And Amazon loves Amazon. So you need to respect it, that it's their platform, that it's their rules, that it's their customers. Heck, it's even their listings. Like You're just kind of along for the ride, renting space, and you need to really understand that. And The reason why I bring this up is the following. If you are going to build your business on Amazon's platform, you have to have that in the back of your mind, that if Amazon wants to change things or do things, they're going to do it. They're not going to call you and ask for your permission or whatever. They're just going to go do things that might affect your business negatively sometimes, or sometimes positively, who knows? But... You just have to be aware of that. Now, here's the other thing. Sometimes sellers might say, well, you know, I've been selling on Amazon a really long time. I've made a ton of money on it. It's a great platform. And I've made Amazon a lot of money. I might have, I've made them hundreds of thousands of dollars through fees and I drive tons of traffic to them. And, you know, like you might think that you and Amazon are buddy-buddy. But I'll tell you what, Amazon doesn't care how much traffic you drove to them, how much money you made them. They don't care how long you've been on the platform or if you're a really good guy or girl. They don't care. If you defy them or if you go against something in terms of service or what have you, you're doing something that they don't like, they're not gonna look at you and go, well, we're gonna give you a pass just because you've made us a lot of money. They're not gonna treat you that way. They're not gonna treat you any different than anybody else. So you have to have that in the back of your mind that it doesn't matter who you are or what have you. Amazon could make changes or do things that affect your business. So again, if you're gonna use this as your prime platform, you have to be cautious and aware of that. So again, respect the terms of service. And yeah, the terms of service is kind of crazy because as we all know, it's there's a lot of gray areas there. And there's a lot of guidelines that Amazon throws out that they don't even follow themselves. It's a little frustrating, but here's the deal. Over all these years of selling on Amazon in different capacities, um, here's what I kind of know to be true. Like you have to really try now you have to really try to get in trouble with Amazon to any serious effect, okay? So usually they're pretty good about warning you of things, giving you a heads up, hey, you gotta fix this or that, or here's a you know uh, notification or whatever. Like you have to really, in my opinion, defy them to be on their naughty list, okay? But yes, we all have heard the stories where things happen and Amazon makes changes and all of a sudden overnight, somebody's business is just you know halved or... You know, a fraction of what it was, or what I've, I've, I've personally dealt with that as well. I've had Amazon come in. I wake up one day and they made changes to certain things. You know, not just algorithm stuff that everybody kind of talks about, but other things that have just wildly affected my business, and uh, not in a good way. Not in a good way. And guess what? I can, I can cry to Amazon all I want. Sometimes doesn't matter. Sometimes they're doing what they want to do, what's in their best interests, how they want to run things. Okay, you can give them your input a lot of times it just goes by the wayside but I just want everybody to be cautious of that okay Amazon loves Amazon more than they love you okay again third party sellers are important Amazon does give us a lot of great tools so there's a lot to be grateful for but you have to respect it and it's the same thing as like if you were selling on eBay or something like that right where they can change things dramatically and all of a sudden it's like crap you know there goes your business or you got to you got to um kind of make some changes there or whatever. So I just wanted to be clear about that. Again, don't take this as a negative thing. It's just, you have to respect it. If you're putting all your eggs in this one basket, just know what you're getting yourself into. That's why I do always advise people at a certain point, you're going to want to try to branch out and maybe build your own audience. That way you're kind of uh, setting yourself up for success. And just in case, you know, something happens with, with Amazon in your account or whatever. All right. So moving on to lesson number three, the third and final lesson that I want to pass along to you guys is the following. This is really, really, really important. Okay. So here's the lesson. Amazon works. Stick with what's working now. Do not, I repeat, do not get shiny object syndrome. Okay. So if you guys logged onto my Facebook feed, if you've seen my Facebook feed, the ads being shown to me, it is insane. Like my, I don't, maybe it's the same with yours. Who knows? Probably is. Um, I have internet marketer after internet marketer vying for my attention in my Facebook feed, trying to teach me or show me the latest and greatest way to make money online. There's a million different ways to make a million dollars on the internet, they say. Okay. So, while all these other business models that some of these people are trying to teach me might be great, you know, might it might be opportunity out there, I have to pause and catch myself and say no. Like I'm already doing something that's working, it's proven to work. Why do something else? So, again, do not get shiny object syndrome. Amazon is not going anywhere. It's the best game in town in e-commerce. And I've made a lot of money on it. I know a lot of other people that made a ton of money on it. Stick with the hits. Stick with what's working now. Avoid or ignore all the distractions. So my advice is to also go all in on Amazon, okay? Go all in on Amazon. Get your brand out there. Get your business built up and ignore everything else. So other points. You got to keep taking action though. So if you're going to make mistakes, don't worry, learn from it, you know, just push forward. Here's the thing. There is so much content right now, not just with Amazon stuff, but everything internet marketing. There's so much content available. There's, you know, podcasts, there's YouTube channels, there's courses, there's seminars. There is, I mean, I I think when I first started in this, in this game, there wasn't a whole lot of content There really wasn't. It was very slim pickings. But now there's just an enormous amount of content. Some good, some great. And what happens is sometimes people become content junkies. Okay? They'll watch 50 YouTube videos about selling on Amazon, but they've made no actual progress in selling on Amazon. They haven't even launched a product yet. Okay? So don't become one of those people. Here's what you need to do. You need to adopt mindset of just in time learning, okay? Just in time learning. Only learn what you need to know and then you apply. That's the key thing, you apply. So if you haven't even launched a product yet, you shouldn't be learning about pay-per-click strategies. You just shouldn't, okay? You need to focus in on what you need to do today and forget about all the other stuff that comes down the road, so that's really, really important for you to understand. That's stuff that I have learned. Again, there's, again, content everywhere, and it can become really distracting. And the more time that you spend listening to podcasts like this, is less time that you can actually spend taking action in your business. So that's the key takeaway there. If you hear something, great, write it down, but take action on it, okay? And, you know, I, I, I've I known people that, let's say, like are in the self-help uh, book reading Frenzy, whatever they read, all these self-help books all the time, one after another, one after another. But yet they they aren't making any more money. They aren't any more successful, and they just keep reading books because they're thinking, well, if I keep reading these books, therefore, you know, I have to become successful. The whole point is, you know, once you read a book on a topic, you need to actually stop at the end and apply what you've learned, and then go on to the next book. So that's kind of the same idea: is listen and then apply. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, again, if you haven't even launched a product yet, stop taking, you know, training on pay-per-click or all this other stuff that is going to be important down the road, but not today. Okay. So just wanted to kind of cover that and, and as well, I didn't really say this, but I'll throw this out there. You need to set some goals. Okay. You need to set some goals. You need to work towards achieving something. Okay. So Instead of just saying like, oh, I want to make a million dollars on Amazon. You know, that's a great goal. That's, that's a goal that you would want to achieve. But if you, again, if you haven't even launched a product yet or whatever, that might be something that's pie in the sky at the time. So you kind of need to set kind of manageable, reasonable goals. So if you do want to make a million dollars on Amazon, I'm not going to tell you not to have that goal, but set some smaller goals, some steps, kind of work backwards to get you there. So again, if you haven't even launched that first product yet, Maybe that's the first goal in the series of goals that's gonna get you to that level. So maybe you say, well, what I need to do is I need to launch a damn product and I'm gonna have that done within 40 days or something like that and write that down. Make that your priority. So everything that you're doing, all the content that you consume or training courses or videos or whatever, it all has to do with that goal. And then you move on to the next goal and then to the next goal. And you keep stacking goals to get you to that ultimate goal of whatever you set, you know, a financial amount or what have you. So that's kind of just some little advice there on goal setting that hopefully uh, you can implement and uh, use accordingly. So that's, that's pretty much it, what I wanted to cover on lesson number three, everybody. Um, hopefully you guys found benefit in that. So I just wanna do a quick recap now here before we uh, close this one up. And again, the first thing that I learned that I wanted to share with you guys is you gotta give the market what it wants okay it's product selection being really smart with that don't guess no use data and once you put that product out there continually improve it okay second thing that we covered was being re- like well aware that amazon loves amazon and you fall low on the totem pole so just respect amazon and just know in the back of your mind that is their game it's their platform and you're just along for the ride and then finally we just covered it stick with what's working okay just don't get shiny object syndrome. It is so easy to get shiny object syndrome in this uh, make money online world. There's opportunities everywhere. This is this is the premier ball game that you're at right now, Amazon FBA. There's a lot of people doing really well with it. If, they, if they're doing really well, so can you, okay? Stick with what's working. All right, guys, so that kind of about does it. Um, again, just wanna mention that if you guys are looking for 20 hot products to sell on Amazon, a list that I came up with, a PDF guide, gives you some uh, some ideas, some training, some resources as well, go to privatelabellershow.com forward slash hot 20. That's labelershow.com forward slash hot 20. And if you want some show notes, a breakdown of this episode, go to labelershow.com forward slash 119, okay? Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll talk to you later. This episode of The Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.